You are listening to the Entrepreneur Diary Podcast, where entrepreneurs discuss the pros and cons of starting and running a business, investing, real estate, and all matters involving wealth and prosperity. Please support by subscribing and dropping a review wherever you are listening to or watching us. What's going on? What's going on? (laughs) Welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur Diary. I am your host, David. Some just call me Plain Diaz. Uh, But yeah, I am your host. Uh, Before we start, if you are watching us on YouTube or if you're listening to us through any of your favorite uh, podcast apps or platforms, I ask you to please subscribe to our channel. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to hit that like button, turn that thumb blue, subscribe to our channel. And always leave us a comment. I don't know if you liked what you didn't like. If you have any suggestions, any topics you want us to talk about, any requests, I would love to know. So you can drop that in the comments. If you listen to us through podcast platforms, then you can also please subscribe to the podcast. You can drop us a few stars and maybe a review. That would be very, very nice. (laughs) I also want to invite you guys. You can find us on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram. You can find us as Entrepreneur Diary. Yep, just like that, at Entrepreneur Diary. So um, one of the things I was uh, thinking, I was the other day, I woke up in the middle of the night. And I was thinking, I was like, you know, how can I keep adding more value to the show? How can I make this show grow? I don't want it to be solely dependent on guests. I want to be able to just flick on the camera, turn on the mic and talk to you. You know, obviously uh, around the theme, you know, our theme of business and, you know, uh, just entrepreneurship. Um, our journey, other people's journey. The idea is I want everyone to gain value. And I remember that years ago, prior to the internet, you would wait for specials like on TV where they would show you behind the, you know, like behind the scenes stuff, like the making of whatever movie. This was something that would really excite me. And as the internet came on, or you know, even on TV or specials like uh, behind the music, and you would see things that you weren't normally told or you know it was things that weren't you know we weren't we weren't exposed to them like that so you would find out these little tidbits of information and be like wow you know it was very insightful and again this this was the type of content that really excited me so uh as the internet came out i would i would find myself searching for stories of these famous business people you know, stories about like the movie on Netflix, uh, the founder story about McDonald's and how it started. I've seen that movie at least like five or six times. I'm just fascinated by those types of stories. And Hulu, I saw last year, I remember watching, I forgot the name of it. And it was a special on Hulu and I'm pretty sure it's like one of these like history channel type specials. And they gave a backstory about um McDonald's and KFC and Taco Bell and Heinz ketchup and Hershey chocolate and Kellogg's cereal um it was just very very interesting and again 
this is the type of content that excites me. So the other day, I raise my desk a little bit more. The other day, I woke up in the middle of the night and I, I was thinking, I was like, hey, maybe I can search the net and just find a website. Obviously, we will give credit to the website. Just find a short, uh, maybe bio of a different entrepreneur where we can share their journey and um, just make it part of the entrepreneur diary. And again, this is something that I gain value from it. I do learn from it. And I hope that you guys will as well. So I'm guessing we can like sprinkle these, I don't know if you want to call it a segment or just podcast episodes of like history and entrepreneurship. I'm guessing we can like sprinkle these, you know, every so often and just just talk about one of these motivating or inspirational stories. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, please comment if you have a story you want to hear or a story you recommend us to read, and maybe we can read it to our listeners. And just like if you're also on podcasts, listening to this podcast, you can leave a comment or you can also shoot us a DM on social media, on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at Entrepreneur Diary. So today one of the stories i wanted to talk to about so i went and i found this website called snagajob.com um they wrote this blog post and this is what we'll be reading today again it's snag snagajob yeah s-a-s-n-a-g-a-g-o-b.com and they have this very interesting blog post of um Colonel Sanders, Colonel Sanders. So it's called the inspiring life story of KFC's Colonel Sanders. And I believe it was written by Amy Culver. Okay, she is a lead copywriter at Snagger Job. So here we go. Uh, we gave credit where credit is due. Now let's dig into the story. So it reads as follows. Have you been rejected or disappointed time and time again? Well, Colonel Harlan Sanders, founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken, did. But he took his failures and didn't just make lemonade. He made the world a better place. Starting off the bat, right? I mean, I, I think most of us that are in the entrepreneurial world and business world, we have heard one thing or another about Colonel Sanders. And one of the things that I remember mostly is the fact that he was already at an advanced age when he finally made it. I recently heard um, in one of these uh, like audio books of Jim Rohn, where he says that due diligence is the mother of all good luck, right? We see, we see people succeed or people see us succeed and the first thing that comes to mind is that they say like, wow, a person is lucky. What they don't see is the amount of work that was put behind whatever it is that we're doing when we finally make it. We see these artists or we see these actors and actresses and, and people like, oh, overnight sensation. But when you dig into their story, they've been working at it for like maybe 10, 15 years. It says that Sanders, was born in, nine, in 1890 in Henryville, Indiana. When he was six years old, his father passed away, leaving Sanders to cook and care for his siblings. In seventh grade, he dropped out of school 
and left home to go work as a farmhand, already turning into a tough cookie. So again, he's so lucky. Look at this. Seventh grade, right? When he was six years old, his father passes away. He needs to learn how to cook, take care of his siblings. He has to drop out of school by the time he's in what, seventh grade to go and work. I don't see much luck there. It says that at age 16, he faked his age to enlist in the United States Army after being honorable, honorably, 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 yeah, honorably, Discharge a year later. I I'm still at the stage where I find that I sound weird speaking English because mainly my content is usually in Spanish. But anyway, here we go. <laughs> All right. So uh, after being honorably discharged a year later, he got fired by the railway as a laborer. However, he got fired for fighting with a coworker. While he worked for the railway, he studied law until he ruined his legal career by getting into another fight. Sanders was forced to move back in with his mom and get a job selling life insurance. And guess what? He got fired for insubordination, but this guy wouldn't give up. So I want you to take, I don't know, we can analyze and dissect this, right? Uh, he kept getting fired. It was always something, right? Uh, he got fired. Okay, he got hired a railway as a laborer. He got fired for fighting with a coworker. Then he studied law and he ruined that legal career by getting into another fight. And then selling life insurance, he also gets fired for insubordination. So he had a pattern of being fired or doing things, maybe not thinking things through, I don't know maybe being impulsive that could be I, I don't know i'm not judging i'm just we're trying to analyze this because i want to compare it to how some people right uh we have certain goals we have certain dreams and sometimes we are at fault for why it either never comes into fruition or it takes longer than it should okay 1920 he founded a ferryboat company. Later, he tried cashing in his ferryboat business to create a lamp manufacturing company, only to find out that another company already sold a better version of his lamp. Poor guy couldn't catch a break. So he wasn't just, oh, he's so lucky. He found the KFC, this is what people look at. He's been fired by a bunch of jobs, but he also started a few companies. KFC was not his first company. Usually people in entrepreneurship, listen, I have to raise my hand, me included. I've tried many businesses before. I think in episode three, I spoke briefly about it, about how I've tried so many different businesses and some worked well, better than others. Some just failed. And I know that in that episode, I didn't speak of everything. I just gave a brief Right, a brief summary of some of the businesses I've worked on. And we see here that Colonel Sanders, he tried, got fired, tried different businesses, you know, but the key is that he wouldn't give up. And even though it looked, you know, he started his lamp company, he, he did the ferry boat business, 
and he sold it off to create a lamp manufacturing company. And then when he tried to sell that, somebody already sold a better version of the lamp that he was selling. Says that it wasn't until age 40 that he began selling chicken dishes in a service station. As he began to advertise his food, an argument with a competitor resulted in a deadly shootout. Four years later, he bought a motel which burned to the ground along with his restaurant. Yet, this determined man rebuilt and ran a new motel until World War II forced him to close it down. So again, for those who thought, oh, he's lucky, he landed this recipe, what is it, the 11 herbs and spices, and look how amazing and how lucky he is and how well he did, people don't see what happened behind the scenes prior to all the success. So here at age 40, selling chicken dishes and a service station, got into an argument with it with a competitor, which ended out in a deadly shootout. Obviously, it wasn't Colonel Sanders that was shot. Says that four years later, so he had to buy another four years, just he, he ends up, uh, he bought a motel, which ends up burning to the ground with his restaurant that started in the motel but he was so determined that he rebuilt it and then again world war ii forces him to close it down following the war he tried to franchise his restaurant his recipe was rejected 1009 times i need to say that again this recipe of this chicken famous chicken that we know today was rejected 1,009 times before anyone accepted it. Sanders' secret recipe was coined Kentucky Fried Chicken and quickly became a hit. Mind you, we're, we're using the term quickly, very loosely. He'd been trying already. It got rejected 1,009 times the recipe. Prior to that, he had started doing chicken dishes at a service station. After that, opened up a restaurant at a motel, burned down, rebuilt, closed down again. One thousand, I can't get over that, 1,009 times. But it became, quickly became a hit. However, the booming restaurant was crippled when an interstate opened nearby. So Sanders sold it and pursued his dream of spreading KFC franchises and hiring KFC workers all across the country, but, he, but he's lucky. Says so that after years of failures and misfortune, Sanders finally hit it big. KFC expanded internationally and he sold the company for $2 million, which today would be worth 15.3 million today. Even today, Sanders remains central in KFC's branding and his face still appears in their logo. His goatee, white suit, and Western string tie continue to symbolize delicious country fried chicken all over the world. Wow, gotta give it to him. At age 90, Sanders passes away from pneumonia. At that time, there were around 6,000 KFC restaurant locations 
in 48 countries. By 2013, there were an estimated 18,000 KFC locations in 118 countries. So the point being, if you ever felt like you were being dismissed, maybe you feel that you were rejected, right? This is the lesson we're gonna pull out from this story. Obviously, this is a brief summary, but the lesson here to learn is that sometimes we try things and we give up way too quickly. Everything that comes easy is also easy to quit, right? So what, what I guess what costs us most work and sacrifice is what we learn to appreciate. It's like when we have children or, you know, we see children that grow up to be adults and their parents always gave them everything. They don't know what it is to earn. They don't know what it is to earn money. So they don't appreciate it. They didn't have to sacrifice for it. So, you know, they splurge and spend on nonsense and they don't understand the value of money because they never had to sacrifice and work for it. So when we have our dreams and goals, it's important for us to be consistent. If something we can learn from Colonel Sandals is that he kept, he kept on keeping on. He kept going. He didn't give up. I mean, he went through so many ups and downs. And I'm, I'm, I could just imagine in his head, like he started his first business. Whoa, you know, his boat ferry business. Oh, I made it. But that wasn't his goal or his dream. Sells it. Starts a lamp company. You know, maybe I can sell this and then all of a sudden, boom, competition. I can imagine how crushed he must have felt. Then he, you know, starts selling dishes at a service station and then, you know, opens up a motel. Well, I made it. That's not enough. Motel or restaurant. It's not enough. But then it burns down, opens it up again. And then the war forces him to close but he didn't give up. He tried, his goal became franchising his, his, his chicken, his restaurants. You know, he wanted to expand. He had a bigger vision. I can imagine everybody around him must have thought he was nuts, but he kept going even through rejection. Sometimes we get rejected once or we get told no once and we automatically want to throw our hands up and go, ah, this is not for me. This is not what I want to do. Maybe it's not meant for me. Oh, this is not working. And we, we're not consistent. We say that we want things, but we're not willing to stick to it. And this is a lesson I, I've had to learn over the years, and I'm still learning it now. I started this podcast maybe about two, three years ago. And I got caught up with so many other things that I, I, I let it go. And I was like, you know, my biggest thing is, you know, I, I can speak English, obviously, but it's a challenge for me sometimes. Certain words, I process many things in Spanish. So it gets a little tricky for me, but, but I'm here, I'm doing it. And, you know, once I would invite people and I either wouldn't get an answer or, you know, just get told no, I was like, oh, this is not for me. And I let it die. But now I decided, like, you know what, even if it's me standing in front of a camera and a mic, I am going to do this project. 
and I am going to stick to it because I want to give value to people. I want to give that type of content that I love so much. There's so much content out there that were, was very motivating and inspiring to me. And I don't know, I just want to create that type of conversation with people where we can talk business, where we can talk entrepreneurship, where we can talk about history in the business, where we can talk about inspiring stories and just share with you guys and, you know, just hope you guys get the maximum value possible. So with that said, Colonel Sanders taught us about rejection and he taught about consistency to never, ever, ever give up on our dreams and our goals. So I hope you take that with you and it'll be until the next episode. Please drop us a comment, a review, subscribe, and like. I'll see you guys in the next episode.